Rudy Giuliani. Welcome to the Rudy Giuliani Show, and this is Dr. Maria, and I've been covering for Rudy, but I have a great surprise. He is in studio today. Welcome back, Rudy. Everybody missed you. You are released. I've been released from my hearing, (laughs) from my bar association, D.C. Bar Association hearing, uh, which is now uh, uh, not suspended, um, adjourned until the 15th so that they can... um, I'm exactly sure I remember why it's adjourned, but they, that's when they're going to make that's that, that's when they're going to make um, their preliminary findings. It's a strange procedure. I'm not going to go into the facts. I'm just going to tell you the procedure because it's not a strange one. It's just different than some others. Uh, so three people decided that two it's two lawyers and a layperson, and we've had uh, hearings all day since Monday. And we had summations today by by the prosecuting attorney and and by my by my attorneys, and uh, now the panel the panel makes a preliminary determination on whether I did anything that whether I may have done anything wrong whether I may have violated the rule I guess the, the two rules of about what, do you have enough of a basis or a good faith basis to make the allegations that you made. Uh, and then if they decide not, then it's over. If they decide yes, they have a mitigation phase where you tell all the good things you did, and therefore whatever punishment you get, they would take that into consideration. But then they finally decide after that. So it's a strange one. Rudy, I don't want you to comment. I can tell you the chatter from some really high-level legal people is that this was political persecution, and it would be um, very hard for them, even though your side, you're in the right, that they may have to save face. You know, this elite mentality by so many people, so many businesses, they're so woke. Now, I just pray to God they can so here's, be here's what reasonable I would so let me give you. Let, let me give you, I mean, look, okay, just as I've, I've pointed out with all these allegations, you make allegations you hope they're true. You believe they're true. And usually most of them turn out true and some of them don't. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, they're, they're, what they're saying is a, is a phenomenon that's going on that I really would like to see bar associations pay more attention to. And they don't. But the reality is, I mean, so that I, I would not have been dismissed in a case in uh, D.C. If, in fact, every lawyer thought that way, because the judge who dismissed me was an Obama appointee. Um, and he found that there was no valid basis. Uh, I've forgotten the exact language, but he dismissed it on a motion to dismiss, which is a very early stage, that I had any involvement in the violence of January 6th. And he dismissed Donald Trump Jr. So you would say, he would have to say, gee, I'm afraid I'm going to be criticized by the woke and the Washington Tea Party crowd and all that stuff. But he had the guts to do it. So we'll see. I mean, I, I have an open mind about it, and and I will say, as I did about uh, as I did about Georgia, it was a cordial. <laughs> cordial is not the right word. It wasn't cordial, but it was respectful. Ci- yeah, a civil. There was no bad words among anybody. There was some. Yeah. There's some heated exchanges and some frustration, you know, about stuff that got in and stuff that didn't get in and things that were misstated. They always have that with lawyers, but for a. Um, 
it had more of the aspect of what I'm used to as opposed to the last couple of years where courtrooms have become political theaters. But Yeah, by activists. But let's, let's, you know, I want to ask you, because I, I, you know, I miss some of this, this Brittany Griner thing really, really upsets me. Not because she's released. Of course she should be released. Right. She shouldn't have been held at all. Uh, and, and I don't know. And I'm not even going to criticize Biden in the sense that maybe that's all he could do. Yeah. Maybe he was faced with, um, you're not getting, you're not getting the, the, the Marine. Yeah, but I don't know. That wheeling. kind of bothers me. I mean, it kind of I mean, look, this is what you get when you elect a guy that is not a particularly Trump never had this problem. Trump made some great deals and didn't have to give up massive criminals in order to do it. You know, it reminds people of President Obama when he traded for Bo Bergdorf, who was by some people's account, a traitor, left his post for five really bad, really bad, I think they were Iranians. That was a much worse deal, by the way. That was a a much worse deal because um, uh, Griner, Griner, look, Griner I don't like because she disrespected what was the national anthem, but she's she's not a bad person. I mean, she's not a... No, um, right. And she's got a just different political viewpoint than I have. Right, Uh, right. She's a two-time Olympian champion, eight-time All-Star with the women's national basketball. If she were my daughter, I would be very upset with her. But then again, if she were if she were in jail, I'd do everything I could to get her out. Of course, she brought in vape cartridges that contained cannabis oil, which is illegal in Russia. They gave her a nine-year sentence. But a couple of things that the... Me too. I am... Let me just put it out there. I'm very happy. When you're an American citizen... Oh, I can't stand the idea of... of, of, Imagine somebody who didn't do it. I mean, that's what... That's part, I mean, that's that's part of what motivated me in representing Trump. He was innocent of the Russian collusion charges. I wish people would just sit back and realize that I was laboring under the pressure of representing an innocent man. And even when we came to the election, I still had the background of this guy being more persecuted than anybody in the country. And you remember, we had lawyers quitting because they're being threatened. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody deserves representation. Look at John Adams. Who did who did he represent? The British but soldiers. The who British killed soldiers because they had a right to representation. But I, I do want to get back on this Britney Spears. Uh, I am very, very happy an American citizen is home uh, and safe. It was brokered. This is where the Biden administration's under a little bit of some scrutiny. The deal was brokered by Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed <laughs> bin Salman. Yeah, right? yeah I know. Who, yeah. who he was never going to deal with, never going to talk to. Yep. He's going to very make tough sure, during his He's going to make sure that he was going to have to pay for his alleged murder yeah. of Khashoggi. And Trump had been too nice to him. And what a phony. Yeah. And also the guy can't do anything right. He's just a phony. Yeah. The United Arab um, Emirate president too, Sheikh Mohammed bin Saheed also helped. But again, so he's facing a little bit of criticism, Biden, by having who's uh, known as M. I think they call him MS MBS for Mohammed bin Salman. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, uh, frankly, the right position on that guy is we need Saudi Arabia and Saudi Arabia is a friend. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I, I always thought they over. Oh, I don't know the Khashoggi case, but I see the complexities that you've got to maintain a relationship with Saudi Arabia. I, I, I'm OK with that. Too. And, and, and and we particularly need him as a hedge against Iran. But I mean, this the whole guy, the, though, that we traded her for. Victor yeah, come on. Bout, he, could, he, 
he's he he's badder than corn pop. I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> this guy is bad news. Come on, what are the odds? Since but there. There isn't a single story like that, one of these stories where he inflates himself, where yeah. he's telling the truth, right? We've, we've been caught in a million of them, right? Yeah. His, his grandfather was, what, his grandfather was in the Hall of Fame or something? I don't know I what it was. I don't know. I know he got, he's got a whole bunch. His family were, you know. Coal th- miners. Yeah, five <laughs> generations of coal miners. There aren't that many generations of coal miners in, in, in Pennsylvania, but none of them were coal miners. One guy, one uncle was an accountant for a coal company. That, that was it. He this, graduated first in the class. He graduated so far down in the class, they don't even know where it is. Yeah. Uh, and I know that for a fact because his, his, one of his law school classmates was my chief of staff and <laughs> told me he was one of the, this is one of the dumbest guys you've ever going to meet, but he's a nice guy. Yeah. But I think the people are upset that Bout, this guy, Victor Bout, bad guy, a drug lord, a weapons dealer, he sold weapons to the Taliban. Also to Afghanistan, anybody who would kill Americans, That's this guy was one. selling. I mean, that, that one you got to real as a president, you got to think about. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can't second guess it because we got an American back. On the other hand, yeah, yeah, right. This isn't it's one complex. of those. This, it is. This, this is one where you just accept it, uh, but he doesn't get a lot of credit for it. A, a credit is when you make a good deal. Yeah, a good deal is uh, give back somebody of equal. Um, somebody we arrested, some Russian we arrested on a drug charge or something. Yeah, you know, right. I mean. That, that's what should happen, whereas yeah. Putin outfoxed him completely. First of all, he wanted two. For, if, if he was going to give up the really bad guy, he, want, he, he had a very good argument. Give me the Marine, too. I mean, I'm yeah. giving you, I'm giving you a freaking murderer, and you're giving me a person you frame. Give me a break. Yeah, Paul Whelan is, uh, he's kind of an interesting character. Um, he's been in, detained in a penile Penal four years, colony. four Excuse years. <laughs> penal colony for four yeah, years. Four years. I just skipped that one. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And um, he is not only a U.S. citizen, served in the U.S. Marine Corps, but he's a citizen of Canada, the U.K., and Ireland. So I have to say that's a little bit of a red flag. Like, why is he a citizen? But needless to say, he's saying all the spy what, what charges suggest- are fake or false. Well, let's put it this way. Between you and me, and I have no inside information, and do not take this as any admission of any kind that he's a spy. If he is a spy, we should get him back even more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he's helping you know, our damn country. That's why. A, 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 an American hero. Right. Spies he's put their lives at risk us. for our country. I mean, I know, I know the word sounds funny, spy, spy, spy. But that, when, when they're the right, when they're not like the 51 people who claim that I was a Russian agent, the, 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 the pieces of scum that, used to, that, that, that signed that letter, yeah. uh, and they're spies. But they they should never get a job they, in intelligence But they're spies again. who have no soul. I mean, they lost their soul somewhere in the uh, desire for power in the Washington swamp. But if you're a real spy, I mean, that's a heck of a hero. I mean... Your life is at risk at all times. You live a horrible life, and you're doing it because the right ones are doing it because they love the country. So, yeah, this guy deserves everything we can to get him out, and I hope he's getting that. I just feel bad because this isn't even a political – this is an incompetent administration. These guys, can't, yeah. these guys can't walk across the street. I mean, they have a hard time. They have a hard time. I'm lucky they have drivers. I mean, <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, if, they, if, if a business was run the way he runs our government – it would be in bankruptcy. Yeah. And, and Democrats generally can't administer. 
Especially they, they people who have been in politics their whole life or government in D.C., they live in a bubble. That's well, what that attracted, be... again, people to these outsider candidates, whether it's Trump or anybody else. If you're an outsider, people get attracted to you, if, especially right. if you were successful in business. You're right. Because let's run our government a little bit more like a business. And there's, and then the downside of that is you don't have experience and you, you can have right. – Like I mean, I think even Trump would admit – yeah. When he went in, he knew it. I mean, he ran against the swamp. He knew it was bad, but theoretically. Yeah. And he, he wasn't no skilled for idea. it. He had no idea. The treachery, he was not skilled it for it. Yep. He still, I don't, think he can, I, I don't think he can still accept it. No, I, I agree. I think even now, you know, uh, there are times in which you can look in his eyes and it's like, how did this ever happen? I didn't yeah. do any of these things. And having yeah. now gone through this, being accused of things I didn't do, of people I never met, you say to yourself, oh, what is going on? Well, and I feel bad for people like you who are ultra famous, right? I've been with you when there's long lines. People want their picture. You don't know who the heck you they are. You're just being gracious. I, I took last night. I finished. I thought it was so strange. I finished the hearing and, you know, one side's ripping my my character apart and the other side is defending my character. And then I have 50 people who want to take pictures with me. So, gee, <laughs> you should have gone upstairs and listened to what the prosecutor had to say. You wouldn't want my picture. <laughs> That's too We'll be funny. back. We'll be back with the great Dr. Maria, and we'll get to your telephone calls. We're waiting for you to go. We want to talk to people. This is Rudy Giuliani. We'll be right back. Rudy Giuliani. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani back with Dr. Maria. It sound, feels like it's Sunday, Dr. Maria. Uh, I know it. I love having you around. It's it's a, a lot easier to have a partner on the show, <laughs> I have to say. But you should, uh, Dr. Maria's in, in New Hampshire. We're doing this like uh, telecommunications, this telecommunications thing. Modern technology. Modern technology. It makes me really excited. I really love it. I, read, I, read, I, I couldn't sleep last night because it was the last day of the hearing and I had done all my work. And it was one of those terrible things because I, I give my own summations. Now, I've given a hundred, I don't know how many, but I've tried a lot of cases a while back. But I was, I, I, I figured out as the last U.S. attorney in the Southern District to try a case. That's wow. like in 30 years. Cause, well, because it's a very hard full-time job. And you, yeah. you honestly don't have the time to try a case. And I did it by act, actually taking a leave of absence to try it. And Denny Young uh, was the acting U.S. attorney. Oh, and I went and lived, and I, and I went and, who has since passed away, a great man, a great man. And I went to live in New Haven, Connecticut, and tried the Friedman case. And, uh, and, and, and I called the office once a day to get briefed, and I left everything to him and Howard Wilson and the people that were there. And I just concentrated on the case, because it really is an all-consuming thing when you do that. But, you know, I wanted to ask you an- another question. Yes. What the heck is, is Jim Baker doing? James Baker. Yes. What's he doing working at? I mean, the guy, the, I remember when, when uh, Barr and, um, and uh, the, guy, the guy in Connecticut, what's his name? Da- not Dawkins. Um, I know, the guy who pretended yeah, he yeah, was in the I, Vietnam War. I forget his War. name because he took so, so long. No, no, no. Terrible not skin. The, not the senator, no. Oh, not the, him? The special okay. prosecutor. You know, oh, the, I'm sorry. The guy, the guy that... Um, the guy that Barr appointed, and it took him, you know, 45 years to, oh, Durham. to, to write the John report. Durham. And he's still working on it. I mean, yeah. I, mean I, I, read, I, ha, I have the entire case for him sitting there, <laughs> and I gave it to them. In, uh, I, I could have given it to them in uh, early 2019. I gave it to them in early 2020, wrapped in, wrapped in a bow, 
with a witness sitting in Ukraine uh, threatened with death who would have given up uh, Joe Biden's. She claimed. Now, again, this is a claim. I don't know if it's true or not, but you sure as hell interview her. So she says, you come and get me. You save me. You put me in the witness protection program, which, by the way, was created by my police commissioner, Howard Safer. And I know that program backwards and forwards. And she's certainly entitled to it if she can do this. She says, I worked at Burisma, and she did. So you can, you can corroborate that part of it. We now already corroborated more than the Steele report. And, mm. um, and second, I can give you bank accounts where the laundered money of Burisma was put. We're talking about billions, and some of that went to the Bidens. Wow. And but, she was but, never believe me, but believe me, I'm in trouble because some of the other people, <laughs> some of the other people are pretty down dangerous, too. Mm. Uh, so we gave we gave we gave it as much as we had on on her because we had it through a source, but very, very, very reliable source. And uh, Bob Costello w- was working with me on it, my lawyer. And we had a five hour meeting with the FBI, good FBI in Pittsburgh. Good U.S. attorney in Pittsburgh, excited, wanted to do it. <laughs> never, never, like uh, they've done with so many things, the FBI never well, followed. That bar was a big disappointment. He Something wrong with him. Big, he, and he really hid stuff. He hid stuff about the election. Never even investigated and talked to the American citizens who witnessed things. Yeah, just we, couldn't we, be we, bothered. We, we had a, I'll give you just one, I'll give you a thousand. You probably remember this one. For four days, we had an ATF agent who... Who had sending us pictures of ballots that were going to be burned prematurely? Yeah, we didn't and, want to and, handle and, that. And, we called the we called and the, and, and the U.S. attorney uh, was going to handle. It. He got he got pulled off of it, and finally they they actually burned it. And the uh, and the and the the agent was able to take some pictures of it. But we'll get back to that when we come back, and we'll get to your calls, Doctor Maria and I. Just in a second. Rudy Giuliani, the Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with Dr. Maria on the Rudy Giuliani Show. And uh, one last thing before we get to the calls, and this one, um, this one, that they they got a piece here. I think it's the CNN did it, in which they're sort of they're sort of criticizing Adams because his house has rat infestation. This one I think is a cheap shot because it. it <laughs> He didn't put the rats there. He, <laughs> he spent like six or seven grand to get rid of them, and they're still there. So this is one of the things you, no matter whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, particularly if you're mayor in New York, this is when I have empathy for him. What's the poor guy supposed to do? I mean, if, I asked you about rats, right? Because where I live, the there's place. no rats, and you were saying, you know, it's it is a problem. A problem. I a Joe Loder who ran who was my. My uh, principal deputy mayor in the last two years of my administration and during September 11, and now is the head of um, now, now is the head of Langone Hospital, NYU Langone, and ran for mayor. He was the rat czar, but he was he did it he did it as an extra <laughs> he did it as an extra role f- for himself. He was he was the chief. I mean, actually, in some ways, the busiest deputy mayor, in the sense that he was the deputy mayor for operations. He was the number two guy in the sense that he would step in for me if I was out of the city or he was be, he'd be the acting mayor. That, However, he just took on the role by, uh, for himself as he named himself Radzar, and everybody <laughs> made such fun of him. First of all, they kept records for him. How many rats did he kill that day? <laughs> and if he had a bad day, they would give him a hard time if he didn't get anybody that day. 
And then they got and they reproduced one of those big rats that they put out. The unions put it out. If I think if you're if you have a non-union shop or there's a strike or but every once in a while you'll go around Manhattan and you'll see a big giant oh about twenty foot rat that stands in front of the store, box the store. Well, they got one a smaller version of that and put it in front of his office. That's too funny. One morning I'm walking in the mayor's office and there's a big rat in front of Joe's office uh-huh. and then and then a like a um, a scoreboard. Five thousand rats killed this week. <laughs> But he's down by 10% because he had more last week. It was so funny. But he, got, he took it very seriously. And am I remembering correctly? Because I asked, is it because of the water? You said it, the subways, correct? Subways. Big, big problem. Yeah. yeah, it's in Palm Beach. It's because of the, the water rats. Yeah. The water rats keep coming out, of the, coming out of the water, and they have feral cats. And it's a big dispute in Palm Beach as to whether or not you should have the feral cats. People are against them. People are for them. People feed them. People want them gone. It's a big, big fight. Hey, before you go to the calls, I want to um, tell you that about your two podcasts that you have out this week that I took the liberty. I knew you were busy. No, no. They're, good. they're very timely. Yes. yes one Madam is Producer. named what? Latest Hunter Biden Federal Felony Revealed Please in watch Laptop that. from Hell. Please watch because you'll find out. I love when people say this is breaking news. Gosh almighty, I broke it in 2019. Yeah, well, this this one Everything was from I the laptop, to. so you got that after 2019. And this was this aired April 2021. That's still a and, while ago. <laughs> yeah, and that's re-released. And the one that I just put out today is censored. Here are the crimes they are hiding from you. And that was originally put out October of 2020. And your first sentence in there said, this is being censored. I love it because yeah, we definitely yeah, know yeah. And it was being censored. Not only that, we, what we didn't know, which uh, uh, Miranda Devine has been able to bring out so, so astutely and, and uh, as well as John uh, Solomon, and that is I've been monitored. Yeah, So illegally, the whole, I mean, right? Miranda has explained yeah. that the whole reason that the FBI was able to go to Twitter and Facebook and warn them that there They're was going to be a dump. You look at those dates, those are the dates that I'm in discussion with the Post, with, and particularly Miranda. I mean, we must have been on the phone, you know, 20, 20 times, 25 times, 30 times, because she, I mean, as you might imagine, within the Post, there was a division of opinion about whether to go with this, and they wanted to do their own vetting, even though Bob had vetted it, I had vetted it, and it self-vetted itself. <laughs> yeah, right. Since, all you had to right. do is get a signature expert yeah, or, or take a look at the inside, know a couple people, make a few calls. I mean, it's really pretty simple how to do it. But the Post wanted to do it themselves. But that meant there was a lot of email traffic involving me, her, and even Bob Costello. They had taken his uh, uh, iCloud account at that point. Can you imagine that? They took the president's lawyer's account and they took my lawyer's account. Like there's no right of counsel. No right of counsel. No, we're American citizens. We're not living in China, Iran, Russia. People aren't supposed to spy on I us and a- hope a crime comes along. Or in this case, they said, "Oh, geez, they know about the laptop. We got to pre-bunk it. We got to go around no, to we all the per- social I mean, media." The group of us were, per- were persecuted. I mean, yeah. I, I hate to say it because I, I, I can't stand when people act like victims. But I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to illustrate it for the benefit of other people. I mean, they already did it to me. Uh, they've done the damage. Uh, I can reconstruct some of it, probably never all of it, but I can 
reconstruct some of it. But uh, or maybe they have more they want to do to me. I don't know. But in any event, they're going to do it to a lot. I mean, this is like this is like Gestapo, Gestapo tactics now. I mean, it's like crazy, crazy. Well, let's take a let's take a let's take a call from uh, from Chris in the Bronx. Hey, Chris. Hey, hey, Rudy. Home of the Yankees. Hey, hey, Dot and Dr. Maria Ryan. Um, Hi. I want to I want to speak about something I and to me is is really 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 alarming and serious. I coach a basketball team every year of inner city kids, and you know, and it gives me an idea of what's going on in their families and and around the neighborhood. And I'll tell you something that happened the other day. Tell me. I was listening to them getting ready to play, and one of the kids was saying, "I don't pay. I don't pay when I go to the stores, especially oh, in yeah. uh, an auto checkout." And uh, and they're like, "I just I scan one thing, the, the least expensive thing, and then you know." And they're like, and I, and then I just pay for it and get the receipt. If they stop me, I say no, no, no. And then when I point it out, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, here. But they never do that. And then I said to the kid, that's that, that's really sad. I'm like, don't you understand? You don't really understand what what the whole logistics of it is. Um, you know, someone has to pay for that. And if it's not, you know, down, the, you know, down the low, down the down, you know. A little bit way down, somebody's gonna have to pay for that. Um, the store, and they're like, "My mom tells me I could do it. My mom tells me, you know, just try to do it. Right. And you know, if you get caught, you know, then they're not gonna do well, anything to you. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I'm gonna give you an expert opinion on why that's happening. Twenty yeah. twenty. You saw ah, you you saw that I on television. You saw that. I'm gonna say without exaggeration. You saw that on national television as if it were a soap opera 20 times during the summer of 2020. I, I, I mean, I knew I, I, I could I I knew it was going to happen. And when people broke the law, you had Kamala Harris saying, let's start a fund to bail them out. And she did. So we degradate. Yeah, we degraded law and we made it seem like, look at the DAs. Look at look at California. You can rob up to nine hundred dollars and it won't be a felony. Well, I mean, if you looked at the at the video, I saw one the other night involving the, one of the Apple stores. I don't know if it was the main Apple store or one of the others. But uh, these guys go into the Apple store. They, they really weren't terribly impressive in terms of size criminals. They were normal to smaller human beings. And they were ripping the – you know how they have them secured at, at the Apple store? They have them secured like a yeah, wire? Yeah. Well, they were ripping the wires off and stealing oh. the phones. Well, those are like uh, uh, $600, $500, $1,000, $2,000 a phone. And they would put them in bags. So they're, they're, they're probably walking out with $100,000 worth of equipment. The security people stopped the patrons from intervening. They said, you know, they held them back. One guy wanted to intervene, and the security guy, who was, who was like twice the size of the, of the uh, robbers or or. or Whatever you want to call them, terrorists or yeah, yeah, uh, criminals, criminals. Yeah, <laughs> some. Uh, what I mean to do that is ridiculous. I don't believe you got it. You can't let them just do this. So this is what they saw in every city in America, including ours. It would drive me nuts. You can't imagine the things I called De Blasio on the television when I saw the New York City police officers watching stores being looted and acting like they watch crime. 
instead of stop it. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And it, but it started like in Minneapolis. And by the fifth one, I said, this is going to become a national problem because people we have very few real criminologists who really understand the criminal mind. I was forced to learn it. You do that for a long there, there are a lot of people who want to do that. Maybe they want to do something like that and they never thought of it. Now they see it. Now they see it enabled. Yep. Now they see it permitted. Now they even see it kind of defended. And they say, wow, this is fabulous. Let's do the same thing. But you take a look at those. Those are mini versions of Black Lives Matter and Antifa pulling off what they did, financed by George Soros and the Democratic Party in 2020. Thank you, Joe Biden and the Democratic Party. That and you created those uh, uh, Russian grabs. You did it. Yep. And I say to Chris, thank you for volunteering. Thank you for being a coach. Well, you may not be volunteering. You may get paid, whatever. But thank you for working yeah, with thank the you young for that, people. With the kids. Boy, kids need a lot of help. Yep. And keep in trying to the best you can instilling values and right from wrong. And now let's go to Jimmy in Brooklyn. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Hey, Jim. How are you? Uh, I got something very, very serious here. I'll try to try to make it short. Please. In please. the Soviet publications, they were denouncing Ronald Reagan as a warmonger, that Reagan is a threat to a nuclear war, and Reagan was working with fascist governments. In that Soviet publication, they talked about the Soviet peace movements. They mentioned the group Council for a Livable World. Yeah, oh, That's the group that yep. put Biden in office. Now, here's the important, more important than that. Uh, they talked in the Soviet publication about the importance of the American Communist Party 23rd Convention. So I looked at the stuff I have from the 23rd Convention Communist Party, and the, they start off praising the Soviet Union and the peace movement, and they talked about uh, uh, the American Communist Party is working with all the immigrant groups, the non-white immigrant groups, and they, all these groups are victims of racism and national oppression. All these groups should be able to join unions, get Social Security, and they all should get affirmative action and health care. Oh, they get it in that New York. They get health care in New York. They want all these groups to have all the rights of U.S. citizens. So you see the brilliance of the long-term communist movement because – Health care now, the health care now the poor people are getting is total complete care, including health care, dental, all that stuff, and help pay your rent and your bills. That's part of the health care bill that's here now. So if we follow this with 30 million illegal aliens, that will cripple our economic No, no question about it. Yeah, and then what? we'll have to cut our military budget. So this is brilliant operation, long-range operation. Hundred percent, Jim. Paper. They they totally outsmarted us, Mr. Mayor. By the way, did you get that mail I sent you? I didn't. I did not get it. I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna let me work on it. We'll talk tomorrow. All right. So uh, what Jim is saying is really, really. I mean, there are so many things like like this, like the infiltration of the schools, which you didn't notice. And we saw these uh, climate change. We saw these as separate, in some cases, legitimate, in some cases, ridiculous things. Uh, but in fact, when you look back on it, and I started doing this about three years ago, so I'm, I, I can't pretend to be new to this now. And Dr. Maria knows this. Went back and read a lot of the communist texts that were part of my education when I was in college and 
then working for President Reagan on uh, well, the FISA court and things like that, mostly focused on Russians. This is part of their plan. Yeah. It's all written down. It was written down 150 years ago, again, 110 years ago. I can't believe how much it's it's grabbed hold in our society. Yeah, too. every one of them. You can go back and you can find a little chapter about it. Or new uh, uh, Epoch Times has a running series on it uh, on the second section about how communism has infiltrated in ways that we haven't noticed, how it infiltrated the, the climate change movement, how it infiltrated, how it owns the teachers union. How, um, but the one he's pointing out now is absolutely true. A lot of them are the things that make no sense. Like, it makes no sense to have open borders. It, it, you basically are deciding you don't have a country. Mm. We don't have a country. We, have, we don't have an America. We have whoever's here at any given time. Right. And, uh, oh, by, by the way, they, Dem- Democrats want them all to vote. I mean, they can just come in and vote. Oh, and don't identify yourself. Now, yeah, and I that's mean, not voter integrity. Voter integrity, it's chaos. It's uh, not to... It's not democratic to allow people to illegally to you got to have a you have to have a um, you have to have a nation that's voting. You can't yeah. let the whole world vote in your nation. Otherwise, you don't have a nation. Then they can come in and execute. I mean, you can send enough cu- uh, uh, Chinese uh, communists here. They could they could vote us being Chinese communists. Mm. So this is a very very dangerous thing. Um, we're going to have to break. And when I come back, it'll may be the mayor's final word. So I, I want to thank you for rather. allowing me to fill in for you. It was an honor. Oh, oh, you did a great job. I had to come back. I'd lose my job if I didn't come back. You <laughs> were doing such funny. a great job, Doc, Dr. Maria. But we'll, we'll, be, we'll be on, on, on Sunday, and everybody's yes. going to be very impressed with, our, with that show because it really is a great, uh, uncovering truth. It's a great show. We'll be back with the mayor's final thoughts. <laughs> the Rudy Giuliani Show. The Rudy Giuliani Show. And now, it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the Mayor's Final Thoughts, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, the organization that is there for our uniformed service members who, God forbid, lose their lives in the line of duty, and they'll, they'll pay for the mortgage right away of the family's home and then help in other ways. And number two, uh, build homes for those uh, 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 members in, in uniform, both military and civilian, uh, who are catastrophically injured and need smart homes, special kinds of homes that give them the maximum amount of independent, independence and dignity. And you can't believe what it does for people. And I, I think you've probably heard the advertisements here with the people that speak and the people we've had on WABC and some of the television things, and you get an idea of what they do. So send in $11 a month to T2T.org. Now, I can't resist this because while I was gone, of course, Biden deteriorated even more. But I want you you to listen to this one yesterday. Now, this is not funny, and I I, I withdraw my laugh because of what I'm going to tell you after it. But this is him at the White House. I'm looking at the television version of it. He's got a... um, He's got an umbrella over his head, and he looks like Peter Sellers in being there. And therefore, I'm going to tell you all about the movie tomorrow. Like, so let's, so, let's, let's, let's play it. ...state and not visit the border. 
because there's a more important thing going on. They're going to invest billions of dollars in a new enterprise. Your state and not just the border. Because there's a more important thing going on. They're going to invest billions of dollars in a new enterprise. Enterprise. Uh, 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 you get it? They're going to invest. Who's going to invest? But, but you know. Now, within a few hours of that, a border agent was killed in the line of duty. And that's why it's not a joke. This is a disgrace. This guy, since he started running from his basement, since he started running and lying about his 30-year criminal past, this guy spends his entire life running away. And he is aided, abetted, with uh, the establishment press, who let him do it, and when they, uh, when when you read the stories about the censorship of the hard drive, that doesn't separate us too much from communist China. That that can happen in this country, that a piece of information, a piece of evidence, probably the most relevant ever produced in an American presidential campaign, that reveals a family that has been a been felons for 30 years you could you can look at just one text and find that out you can look at the text in which hunter biden tells his daughter for 30 years he says it 30 years i've been paying all the expenses of this family and they don't respect me and i still have to give half my income to pop there's only one reason he has to give half his income to pop because his income constituted bribes under the law of the United States. There he, Gary is in the background. <laughs> Can't get rid of this guy. Uh, but they should under the 25th Amendment. So we got two strains here that are being covered up, right? One is his, his massive criminality. That when this, when this uh, uh, computer is revealed, uh, as it will be and has been piece by piece, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna have a hard time keeping track of the crimes. I do it with a chart because I, you know, I'm used to doing that. I prosecuted probably more significant people than anybody in the last 50 years, and a lot of them were very complex cases. Ten defendants, twenty defendants, twenty-five. In Italy, we had 800. <laughs> you need a chart. I have a chart. I have my Biden crime family chart. Give me a chance, I convict them under racketeering. Could have done it three years ago, which is a tragedy, even before he ran for president. Well, we'll be back tomorrow. We're all back, ready to go. God bless America. Rudy Giuliani.